Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the interactive podcast. I am your host Angela Racine. All right so this episode is a little bit of a trial run for me. I am figuring out my new microphone. If well first of all I hope you guys can tell a difference. I am now using my microphone. I wanted to do the whole setup. Um, If you guys don't follow my Instagram or haven't checked out my stories, um, stay on top of that stuff, AngelaR.fit. <laughs> but I bring that up because I had posted a few photos or videos of my microphone showing how it has the whole setup, it attaches to a desk, all that good stuff. And it also has this like mesh cloth kind of thing that hovers over the microphone. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't know like the technical term for it. But I really wanted to use it, but right now I'm just holding the microphone regularly to my mouth because I am in my apartment, in my room, and I have almost nothing left. <laughs> I am finished with school. Tomorrow is officially the last day. However, I had my last class and my last exam today. Actually, my only exam, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm done with school. My apartment's all packed up. My room is all packed up. I mean, not all packed up. I definitely have a lot more to go, but slowly but surely we're getting there. My car is already, my car, my the car that I'm borrowing right now is already like almost full. So I have no idea how I'm going to bring everything into the car, make it all fit. I was just saying this, I made a TikTok about it, about like how you don't realize how many things you have until you actually have to like pack them up, you know, <laughs> like... I don't know. I did not realize that I was going to have this amount of just things to take care of. It's crazy. But anyway, back to my microphone talk. Yes, I hope everything sounds okay. I had a little bit of trouble like trying to figure it out, getting it connected with GarageBand, all that good stuff. As you all know, I just use GarageBand on my Mac to record these, but now I have a little microphone to use it with. But the first time I tried using it, the audio... um was perfect it was sounding good everything felt good and then i was deleting the testing audio tracks that i was doing and i accidentally clicked back too many times and it made me like start over and now for some reason there's like feedback if the volume is too loud so i'm like praying that y'all don't hear feedback like when you're listening to this i feel like that would be very unpleasant but i don't think that's the case but I'm very excited about the new microphone. I hope I've gotten it figured out. It doesn't seem too tricky just yet. So I hope it stays nice and simple for me because I am not that technologically advanced. But as I was saying, a bit about moving out my apartment, cleaning up, all that good stuff. I'm done with school. I'm done with work. Well, I have one more shift tomorrow, just a quick three hour shift, but I had my last personal training sessions. I was so absolutely sad leaving my clients. It's just so crazy. Like I was so excited to finally have a client base, finally start, you know, working with people, building a connection with them, really finding that rhythm. And now I don't get to have it anymore. I mean, I know that I'm going to, obviously when I go to Austin and that'll be my job when the time comes. But I was just like finally getting into it and now I have to restart and it's making me really sad because I already miss my clients, but I'm just grateful that I was even able to have the opportunity. So it honestly just built my confidence for Austin now because now I know what I'm capable of. Actually, yesterday was my last session with one of my clients and 
I admitted to her, I was like, I have something to tell you. <laughs> and I had told her how she was my very first client. And she was actually like, I would have never noticed. Like, that's why I signed up with you. Like, I thought you were so knowledgeable. You seem so confident. And that was like everything and more from what I wanted to hear. Like, going into the first intro session with her, I was obviously like shaking in my boots. I was so nervous, but I'm glad it didn't come across that way. And I'm glad that she's picking up on, you know, my confidence and my ability to just really be around people and using my people skills, all that good stuff. Because as y'all know, I'm a huge talker and I love being around people. So I'm really happy that that was showing. And I've actually been getting such good feedback from it, from everyone, honestly, even the other members watching me train. And like I said, it's just boosting my confidence, making me feel that much more ready for when I do it full time in Austin. So that's crazy. That's a little catch up. Um, I know I started talking about how my apartment is in shambles. <laughs> I'm packing everything up to leave, but it is even more crazy because as y'all know, I sold all my furniture and just today, one of the girls started coming to pick it up. So the rest of it's going to be picked up um, later in this week and next week. But it was so crazy, like taking my desk out of my room and my chair and like now my room is like that much more empty. Like it is so weird to me. I'm just looking around right now. I'm like laying on my bed, but all of my stuff is just on the floor. I still have my like full length mirror that I can, um, you know, do my makeup in front of and even like the bathroom too. But just the fact that it's like, I don't even have my desk anymore. Like it's so crazy to me. And as y'all know, like I sold my car, so I don't have any of that. Just a lot of like lasts it's really really crazy so right now it's thursday it is april 27th tomorrow's friday the 28th and after work i am packing up and going home well not just yet i am later in the day waiting for a girl to come over so she can pick up my bed frame and bedside table and then me and my boyfriend are going to his place and my mom's coming over and we're all going to get dinner together. So I'm super excited about that. I feel like it's just going to be a fun little Friday night, kind of celebrate the end of the year. Well, rather end of the school year for me and my boyfriend with college. But um, just, you know, be around family, catch up and just celebrate like the end of school, which, oh my God, I still don't think it's hit me yet. And I'm going to hold off on some of my thoughts for it because as you guys can see by the title, this whole episode is going to be my thoughts on graduating. <laughs> so I'm going to dive into all that good stuff later, but for now, I'll do a few more catch-ups. I'm checking my phone. I really didn't put down like many notes for this episode. I kind of just wanted it to be like a casual, chatty, like just, you know, like not something super structured. I know I've done a couple informative episodes these past few weeks, so I was ready to just chit chat with you guys, keep it simple, keep it nice and laid back, and just see where the conversation takes me. But from now until Austin, I am just going to be like, I feel like I'm going to blink and it's going to be there. <laughs> like, I don't have like too many things going on, it sounds like, but every like little thing is just so overwhelming to me at this point because everything's just moving so fast like i said i go home tomorrow i'm done with school tomorrow done with work all that good stuff packing up leaving then next friday it's actually the cinco de mayo <laughs> which is pretty fun so me and my boyfriend at his place his family 
and my family were all getting together and we're having one big grad party for the two of us and there's gonna be sangria and like all these really yummy foods and his mom is so freaking cute she's been sending me so many different recipe ideas asking my opinion on like what i want there and all that stuff she's so sweet especially because she knows i'm vegetarian she always tries to be so accommodating with it when she does not have to so very grateful for her for her she's putting everything together so nicely and i'm just so excited for that day and i know my boyfriend's younger brother he actually this semester went to school in michigan and i know he's really excited to see him he'll be hanging out with us catching up all that good stuff so yeah that's next friday then next saturday i am coming back up to school but however i won't be in my apartment i'll be staying at my boyfriend's house up here because my apartment will be empty but um, that Saturday, we have a dinner with my dad and his girlfriend at a really nice place. So I'm excited for that. And then Sunday, the next morning, I graduate. Well, not me in the morning. My boyfriend's at 9 a.m. I'm at 1.30. So yeah, May 7th is the day. And then it's going to be official. Actually, speaking of graduation, I did my grad photos yesterday so basically my sorority takes care of setting up grad photos they get a photographer they tell us you know when and where all that good stuff and it was a little bit last minute so we were all pretty nervous about how it was going to turn out but i think it went absolutely perfect we did like a three-hour photo shoot we got group pictures we got solo shots we got a bunch of different locations we got champagne for the photos it was really cute and we had a good time i'm just so fucking excited to see the pictures I already know I'm going to love them. She was doing such a great job, so I am super excited to see those. I also just love taking photos, like, on a real camera, especially a professional camera. Like, it makes you look so much better. Just, like, every good part of you is brought out, I feel like. So I'm really excited to see those photos. Actually, fun fact about me, I am the type of person where I have never liked a school photo of myself. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just... It's never my day on photo day, I guess. So I'm like, oh my God, these are going to be my one school photos I actually enjoy. They're my college graduation photos. So what better pictures than to like those, right? So yeah, that's my seventh graduation. And then from there, I am just going to be subbing at my mom's school back home, just in the meantime to make some extra cash. Obviously right now, or I'm going home April 28th and then I'm moving in june 21st to austin so less than two months so by the time i'm home and settled i'm only really gonna have like a month and a half between like all the other stuff i have going on so i wanted to be able to make money somehow so i figured just subbing at her school would be the best option for me because no who's gonna hire me when i have like a month left you know what i mean plus at that like between training it just wouldn't make sense so i'm gonna have that going on for me and then I am super excited because June 15th to 19th, me, my boyfriend, and then my dad and his girlfriend, we were all going on a cruise together. So this is something that my dad and his girlfriend got for me and Spencer, my boyfriend, um, for Christmas. And they showed the tickets to us or had it on a piece of paper. I forget how they did it. It was really cute. And yeah, that's going to be kind of like our little going away graduation gift. Just a little, what is that, four days, three nights cruise. Um, it might actually be four nights, but it leaves out of New York and it goes to the Bahamas. And I am so fucking excited. I have not been on a cruise in years. I absolutely love cruises. I've gone on 
I think three of them in the past. I did two Disney cruises and I want to say one was um not Carnival. Maybe it was Carnival or Royal Caribbean. I don't remember, but I've just had the best experience on all three cruises. I am so grateful. I love cruising so much. I think the best part of it, honestly, is that you have absolutely no like service and there's no Wi-Fi. So even if you wanted to, you can't even like use your phone, which is super cool because it kind of forces you to have a break from your phone for like a couple days or up to a week. And I think that's really nice. And cruises are all inclusive. So you don't even have to worry about, you know, like getting your wallet out, carrying a card around. You can literally just like be in a bikini all day long, shove food in your face and sit by the pool. Like, come on, like what's better than that? And like drink. It's so fun. So I am so excited for that. That gets back on the 19th. And then, like I said, June 21st, I move in. And it's so crazy. It's less than two months away. It's coming up so fast. Honestly, I'm just getting more and more and more excited for it. I'm going to talk about it more when I get to like moving after college second section of this episode. But I did want to say that like, I'm just having no regrets. I have nothing but positive feelings. The closer it comes, the more sure I feel about it. And I'm just like, everything I feel like is just lining up. It's just so amazing and I can't wait. But enough of that. That is all of the updates I have. And yeah, I'm just going to jump right into the episode. So like I said, I don't really have a specific structure for this episode. I kind of just wanted it to be chatty. I did like jot down a couple bullet points, but not any complete thoughts by any means. So if I'm repeating myself or stumbling over my words, just know we're doing casual this week. We're being, you know, nice and simple, nice and easy, nothing crazy, no structure. I'm just chatting with y'all. So jumping right into it, like I said, my thoughts on graduating college. I'm going to talk about, you know, moving out or maybe, you know, staying at your parents' house figuring out like a job or an internship, finally working, you know, 40 plus hours a week consistently, big steps in life. It's a lot of firsts. It's a lot of lasts. Let's talk about that. So at this point in our life, our early 20s, first of all, there are already so many emotions that come with this age. You know, you're finally leaving out your teenage years. You're really settling into who you are, figuring out like your identity, who you want to be, what kind of person you are. I feel like in our teenage years, it's really interesting because we think we have it all figured out. We think we know who we are. We're very, very sure of it too. That's actually like something that's like chemically in our brain when we're teenagers, I think, is that everything you think you just like take as Bible, like you truly believe it and you don't think it's going to change and you don't think it ever like it ever will change, honestly. And that's something that is, you know, a part of like the teenage brain. So it's really interesting because now that I'm 22 and now that I'm graduating college, I've been doing a lot of reflecting back on how my mindset used to be in high school and in my younger years. And it's so interesting to see how so many of my viewpoints and thoughts on life and thoughts on just like my next steps have changed drastically. Like something, this is something I don't always like admitting, but When I was in high school, I was very, very set on never having kids. I was like, I want to adopt. I'm just going to adopt two girls. I never want to be pregnant. I never want to have my own kids. Something about it, I don't know what, but like I was just 
either scared of being pregnant or just like scared of the delivery. I don't know what it was, but I did not want any part of it. And I remember being so sure. I was like, I don't want kids. I hate, I hate kids. I don't get along with kids. Like, I don't know what, I just don't want them. Like, I knew I wanted to raise children because obviously I want to continue my family line, <laughs> but um, I was just never about having my own kids. I don't know what it was. But in these past years, and after I've worked with kids so often, and, you know, just maturing and aging, I cannot wait to have a baby. Like, I have the worst baby fever out of anyone I know. I don't think anyone could want a baby more than me. Like, when I see a child, like, you know how grandmas and moms are when they see babies, and they're, like, tearing up, and they're using their baby voice, and they're, like, grabbing them and just like wanting to hold them the whole time that's me that is me my maternal motherly instincts kick on and i just want to like squeeze the shit out of every baby i see i don't know what it is but like i don't know i feel like now that i know that i'm officially done with school and i'm never going back to school i'm just so ready to start a family and that's something that i'm definitely really looking forward to and i'm really excited about that next step in my life and obviously you know that's not how the timeline has to go. It's not like now you finish school, now you have, now you get married, now you have a baby. Some people do things in different orders, but that's just how I'm going to do it. So going back to what I was saying, it's full of a lot of firsts and lasts. So for example, lasts, a lot of people, when they graduate from their undergrad, maybe they're completely done with school. Like me, for example, I am not planning on furthering my education. I'm not going to get a master's. I'm not going to go on to get a PhD or do another program, anything like that. Four years and I'm done. Like <laughs> I am going into personal training, so I really don't need any other form of school. And if I'm being completely honest, I just don't think that's in the cards for me. I also don't feel any rush for school continuing my education, honestly, because I'm someone where I consider myself a lifelong learner. And I just know that like the knowledge that I choose to seek out and consume on my own time is what's going to benefit me most. So for example, I love learning through doing my own research, going online, learning through other people, learning through podcasts. And I feel like I've learned so much about what I want to know and what's going to benefit me in my field just from doing my own research that I don't even feel pressured to continue my education in the traditional um, school and college sense, right? I also know that it's always going to be there and if I, you know, take five years and decide I want to go back, then I always can, you know, there's really no rush for that. But like I said, school, this could be a last for people, this could be the end of it. Also, something is leaving behind friends. So when we graduate high school, obviously we're saying goodbye to all of our hometown and high school friends. But everyone typically comes back for summer and winter breaks and, you know, maybe spring break or people go home on weekends. Maybe people didn't go to college too far. Maybe they're still staying home or taking a gap year. I feel like graduating high school isn't nearly as permanent as graduating college. And that's a big leap. Like, this is honestly something that I don't really put a lot of thought into just because it makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't like big changes like this. So my strategy is to just push it away and not think about it. But I know for someone like my boyfriend, for example, he's just been thinking about this like 
every single day he's like i'm never gonna see this person again or that person again or i just want to spend as much time as possible with my friends now while i can and that's valid like leaving behind friends after college that's tough especially because a lot of your college friends typically aren't from around you right maybe they're from a different state maybe they're from a different country we have so many international students here at my school so i know a ton of them obviously might not even come back to america after they graduate which is also something that's super crazy but like i said just having friends from all over the state all over the country there's really a lot of people that you have a good chance of never seeing them in person again and we should be grateful for the time that we live in because obviously there's phones there's tablets there's computers laptops all that good stuff we have social media we have texting facetiming we are even more connected now we're honestly more connected than we should be but that's another topic but through social media and through you know calling and texting all that stuff we're never really you're not going to never see someone again unless they choose to not consume social media right or if they block your number i don't fucking know (laughs) but a lot of people we're never going to see physically again or in person and that's challenging for a lot of people it's hard to create a connection that's like so tight-knit with someone and then just never see them physically again or having to you know drop a couple hundred on a plane ride or you know making all these plans and vacations all that good stuff but after college you know people are in the real world we have like you know big girl big boy jobs (laughs) like full-time jobs and people's schedules just gets crazy and you know life gets in the way so it's really it's challenging knowing that I'm never going to see a lot of these people again but at the same time I find a lot of comfort in knowing that almost every single person also goes through this so I always remind myself when I start to get a little bit anxious or a little bit upset or I start to get nostalgic or anything like that I'm reminding myself you know what first of all it's okay to have those feelings and it's healthy to feel those feelings but at the same time every single person goes through this and I'm saying every single person in a general sense, right? You know, everyone goes to college, everyone graduates, everyone gets a job, gets a family, moves on in life, finds new friends. Like, who's to say that, who's to say that the people I have in my life now were meant to be my long, like my lifelong friends? You never know. I know some people are lucky enough where they can be 80 years old and they're still best friends with, you know, their, their best friend from sixth grade. But then again, there's those people that they're 80 years old and their best friend is someone they met last week. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's ever too late in life to meet a new friend, to make a new best friend, to have those new connections, all that good stuff. And that's something I remind myself of a lot because obviously I'm in a very uncommon situation, I would say. Not many people move (laughs) halfway across country so soon after they graduate literally in a month and a half after I graduate like what the fuck is wrong with me (laughs) but I just keep reminding myself that I am going to make so many new friends and so many more connections when I'm down in Austin and being in a new city and it's so young and it's just like full of opportunity and I can't wait for that too but it's challenging you know also graduating college typically means for a lot of people like okay, you're going to start paying rent, you pay for your own groceries, you have your phone bill, your your own insurance, you know, making your own doctor's appointments, keeping up with like your hygiene and your health appointments, all that good stuff. 
you're really just thrown into the real world and you're just expected to know what to do and I think you need to remind yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed or when you're still feeling like I'm only 22 years old like I don't know what to do like it is okay to reach out for help it's okay to call people it's okay to reach out to your parents reach out to grandparents older friends older siblings like anyone who has experience in I don't know filing taxes you know looking for a new dentist wherever they moved to figuring out like I don't I don't I don't fucking know moving into a new city like things like that you're not supposed to have the answers right away even though you might put the pressure on yourself as if you should but just know that everyone has to figure it out somehow right obviously firsts are first so first for a reason if you've never done it before how would you know so I think at this time in your life just like you're young and mid-20s as a whole it's just full of so many trial and errors and you know ups and downs and challenges and like firsts and lasts and roadblocks and all this stuff and I think the best thing you can do for yourself is to remind yourself you're not alone and you have a support system and you have people that care about you and want to help you because it can get very challenging and overwhelming during this time that was a whole last rant I hope I'm even making sense because I think I just blacked out for the past five minutes (laughs) but I think I'm going to start moving on to my next point. I kind of touched on a lot of the bullet points I had. Let's see, full of a lot of first and lasts, officially done with school, leaving behind friends, never seeing college friends again. I'm honestly just reading through all my bullets, you know, hometown friends. Let's talk about getting a real full-time job, you guys. So most of us at this point in our life, we've never had a stable full-time job, right? Most people, the closest they've gotten to that is maybe a summer internship or maybe over the winter you go back to a job for a couple days a week. But I would say that the majority of 20, the majority, excuse me, of 22 year olds haven't had a full time job for longer than three months, right? Because that's how long summer is. And if you think about how long you're going to have this full time job for the rest of your fucking life, that's a long time. And I feel like that can definitely feel overwhelming to think about because you're like, oh my God, how am I going to wake up at, you know, 6 or 7 a.m. and get back from work after 5 every single day of my life now? Well, good news is it gets easier because as humans, we're creatures of habit. We love routine and you would be surprised at how quickly you will fall into the routine. So although it seems like, oh my God, I'm so used to, you know, partying three nights a week or going out on a Wednesday if I want to or sleeping in on Tuesdays because I don't have class on Tuesdays things like that you will adjust very quickly into your nine to five and I think the most challenging part is going to be not only summertime when you don't get summers off whereas every single summer until now we have with school so that's definitely a challenge but I think when it's really going to hit a lot of people is when august and september come around and we're like oh fuck we're not going back to school we just have the same daily routine as we have been these past few months and i'm interested to see how i feel when september rolls around because i think that's definitely going to be a big shift for me as well and i feel like for college graduates as a whole that's definitely a challenging time because you're seeing you know, maybe your younger college friends or your younger siblings or other people you went to school with or in your sorority or frat or club, so be it. 
you're seeing everyone else going back and you might get a little bit of FOMO or nostalgia being like, damn, I wish I was going back for one more year or like, oh, I remember, you know, that tradition my school had on the first, like the first day of school or during fall semester, like all those little things. I feel like I'm just going to remember like the most random little things about college and miss them. Like, I don't know. I think that's very interesting. But someone like me where I'm not really getting a traditional job in the sense of my job being a personal trainer it's more likely going to focus on you know variable hours where every week looks a little bit different some days I might need to wake up at four or five in the morning some days maybe I only have three clients some days maybe I'll have like I don't know six I never know how my days are going to look because it really depends on how many clients I have at that time and what works into their schedule, right? Because at the end of the day, I need to be flexible for them so I can give them, you know, the time of the day that they deserve so they can see progress and they can work on themselves too. So I am really excited for that, honestly. I am someone where, although I thrive on habit and routine, I also don't after a certain amount of time, I definitely do get worn down and I get a little, um, what's the word when, oh my god, I'm having like a total blank, burnt out, <laughs> like that phrase, I'm getting burnt out, oh my god, speaking of freaking having my brain fried, like, that was so, so fucking stupid of me, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm someone where, although I thrive on routine, I definitely get burnt out from routines after a couple months of it being strung in a row. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready for a switch up. So I'm really excited and I'm grateful that I'm able to have a job and have a career where it's variable. And I'm also someone who obviously, as I've mentioned a million and one times, and I'll say it a million and one times more, I'm social. I love talking to people. I get energy from being around others. I want to see other people succeed. I just want to make an impact on other people's lives. And I'm so grateful and excited to have a job where I get all of that. So I think that's really cool. But on the complete other side of the spectrum, for example, my boyfriend, he's going into sales. So he's going to have more of, you know, I think instead of a nine to five, it's kind of like an eight to five or maybe nine to five thirty kind of thing. It's sort of the, you get what you put into it, right? So it's like, if you stay an extra hour, you get that extra client, you know, you worked, you worked for it, you worked that extra hour. So yes, he's having more of like a desk job sort of in a sense, but he gets to work from home most days. He's also going to drive around, do door-to-door sales. So there's a little flexibility and movement there, but I would say that sales is definitely more of a formal desk job sit down nine to five in front of a computer in your own cubicle and you know what some people thrive off that and some people that works for too but I think definitely going from college to that sort of job is a very big adjustment because you're no longer surrounding yourself with people 24 7 you know you're not going home and like going to have a couple drinks or going into your dorm and hanging out with people and like doing all that like Obviously, you're going to make work friends. You're going to have like happy hour after work. Maybe you guys all get dinner or drinks on Fridays and like you'll still have your weekends, but it is far more structured than college. It's going to be a very regimented routine and it's going to be a completely different vibe. You know, you're going to have to be in that 
um, dress shirt tucked in, you know, dress shoes, suit and tie kind of thing. You're not going to be able to just like be a frat boy <laughs> and like run around and, you know, beer stained t-shirts and, you know, ripped shorts, all that sort of stuff, which I, I guess, you know, to an extent, there's nothing wrong with that if you're young and in college, but it's, it's a big shift real quick of, you know, graduating and then just jumping right into the professional world. And that's something that I'm sure almost everyone struggles with or at least sees a challenge in that one way or another. And I would assume that's not easy for for anyone. I mean, even if it comes naturally to you or you're excited about it and you're happy with the direction you're going, I mean, it's still a big shift that you're going through, right? So I think getting a real full-time job, that's something that's just, it's a huge shift. But you know what? It also reminds me of you're finally going to have money too, right? It's interesting because everyone knows the cliche saying like, oh, broke college student, broke college kid, like <laughs> like b- balling on a budget, college budget, all that good stuff. Something I am extremely excited for about, you know, working regularly and full time is we're going to have fucking money, you guys. Like, and I'll touch a bit on like, staying at your parents house versus like moving out and all that a bit more um after this point but a lot of people that aren't moving out right away you're not paying rent you know you kind of have your parents groceries maybe you're still on their phone bill you have like cable through them all that kind of stuff you don't really have many monthly expenses and if you have a full-time job and you're still living at your parents house after college like life hack like you're set you figured it out you know like I think that's honestly a very smart move for a lot of people to make, if that's the right decision for themselves, obviously. Um, I mean, you have just straight income, you know? So I know my boyfriend, he, um, a lot of his friends graduated last year and he was seeing how like they're still living at home, but they're just making all this fucking money. So they're able to, you know, on the weekends, do whatever they want or, you know, go to dinner during the week and, you know, treat themselves to buying lunch because, they have that money, you know, they're making big boy money, but they're not living by themselves yet. So in that transitional time, I think you need to find a really good balance of enjoying the freedom you have while you don't have all of those monthly expenses to pay like rent, electricity, water, Wi-Fi, all that stuff. But at the same time, yes, enjoy the income that you like the disposable income you have, but you need to be really smart about saving and investing as well, because the last thing you want to do is to like blow all of your money just because you have a lot of income now then it's going to come back and bite you in the ass because now it's like five years later and you're still at your parents house and you're like fuck i don't even have the money to move out yet because i spent it all on vacations you know which i mean nothing wrong with vacations i love a good vacation but we definitely have to you know find that balance and be smart with our spending so i know i just mentioned it you know possibly moving out or maybe, you know, struggling with feeling like you're stuck at home, staying at your parents' house. Obviously, after college, we have two options. You can stay at home or you can move out. First, let's talk about moving out, obviously, because that's one that I decided to do. So again, not only did I decide to move out, but I'm deciding to move out halfway across country, which (laughs) is very different and unique, unique situation, but I'm very excited for it. I wouldn't want to have it any other way i think this is the best decision for me and i'm just i'm stoked i'm stoked on it (laughs) so i think the struggles with moving out is 
you kind of have to find that independence really fucking fast and especially in my circumstance where I'm not moving it's not like I'm even going to be around the same state right like I'm completely on my own so I'm going to have to figure out a lot for myself I'm going to you know have to find a dentist in the area I'm going to have to find my go-to auto repair shop like I'm going to have to find you know my favorite coffee shop like what places you know are my favorite places to walk to what's my favorite grocery store to go to what's my favorite park you know like I'm going to be in a completely new city and I'm going to be on my own like I said obviously I'll have my boyfriend but we're on our own together you know what I mean so when you move out not only are you struggling with making sure well first of all you have to save up enough to move out I have been saving like crazy trying to make money like crazy just doing the most I can thankfully I feel like I'm in a comfortable spot right now but it's a challenge it's hard saving up money especially when I don't have a full-time job right now I'm still a full-time student you know I'm making these podcasts once a week I'm putting out a shit ton of content every day and every week and on top of that I'm working you know not only do I do front desk at my job but I do the kid care at the gym and personal training and as you guys know, back in February, I was a part of that research study where I got paid. I've also been picking up shifts. I just sold my car, sold my furniture. I've been doing everything I can to make sure I'm actually able to move out when I want to. So not only is that the number one challenge of moving out is making sure you have the finances too, but then once you get there, you're completely on your own. You're paying your own rent. You're paying your own groceries. You're figuring things out for yourself you don't you can't just walk home and be with both your parents and be like hey today i had a hard day um tell me what to do or like you can't give them physical tasks because they're not going to be there obviously everyone is always a phone call away but that's not really the same obviously but it's going to be a lot of independence really fucking fast also side note i really hope that me moving the microphone around a little bit first of all isn't making like obnoxious noises but I also hope it doesn't change the volume of my voice too, too much because that would be really obnoxious if you guys keep having to adjust the volume settings while listening to this podcast. Anyway, if that's true, I'm sorry. It's going to be a lot more stable once I have the official setup all figured out. Anyway, for now, I'm holding it. But besides the point, talking about moving out, like like I said, and I'm just going to say it again, it's going to be a shit ton of independence and... That's something that I'm prepared for, but I also understand I'm going to realize so many more of its challenges once I get to that place, right? So I'm going to have to do a lot of figuring that out, see how it goes. But let's talk about staying at your parents' house and the struggles you might face when you decide to stay home. So obviously, like I said, I think staying home for a little bit after college is an amazing idea. You know, it gives you a nice bridge into being a student versus, you know, being a full-time, full-fledged adult and thrown into the real world. It bridges that gap a little bit, you know. You get to stay home for a little bit, maybe a year or so or more, you know, whichever you feel comfortable with or whatever works for your lifestyle. Like I said, you're having a lot of things that are still paid for for you. You have your parents to rely on, you know. I'm sure parents love finally having their college kids back at home. I'm, I'm assuming they do. I would hope they do. <laughs> so maybe, you know, they're doing a lot for you. They're very willing to help you with things. Maybe they're vacuuming for you. They're doing a lot of chores for you, doing your laundry, you know, reminding you to stay on top of your shit. 
So it's a nice bridge in between, again, like I said, being a student and then being thrown into the real world. So you're going to have your own job. You're obviously going to have a lot more responsibilities. You're going to be working almost every day. You're having your own things going for you, but you still have the comfort of you're around your parents and you're in your childhood home, right? And you're also able to save a lot of money, as I touched on before. But I'm assuming there's also a lot of struggles that go into that as well. So maybe if your parents, obviously parents worry, they care for you, they want the best for you, they want to protect you, keep you safe. A lot of parents might not be okay with you having a party at the house or you going out all the time or you inviting boys or girls, whoever over, you know, things like that. And I feel like when you're graduated from college and you have your full-time job and you feel like you're an adult, but you're still living at your parents' house, you might feel like you're being held back or restricted or maybe you might even feel a little bit embarrassed or you might feel like you're not as independent as other people or as mature as other people and you might start to question if you're, excuse me, going to be able to handle the real world of being on your own and I'm sure all of these thoughts, you know, are normal first of all, but they're not all necessarily true, you know, you're not a loser for staying at home, you know, you're not less independent or less mature just because you decided to stay a year at home and figure everything out before moving. Not everyone knows where they want to move to right out of college. And like I said, not everyone has the finances to be able to. I mean, I'm grateful enough where I've been able to save and to figure things out, but not everyone has that luxury or that ability, right? Also, not everyone has the, um, you know, restriction or the discipline of saving money because it is challenging to say no to things, right? So I understand that whether you're moving out or whether you're deciding to, uh, to stay home, Pros and cons come with both of them. There's positives, negatives, there's struggles, there's challenges. There's always going to be a struggle, especially in this time of life in your early and mid-20s. Touching a bit more on moving out, there's also a lot of freedom you get. So I know I touched on, you know, going out on weekends and deciding what you want to do. I mean, I'm going to be in an apartment with my boyfriend if I want to, you know, put the TV on full volume, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I mean, if we want to, you know, have people over and go have a pregame before the bar, we can do it. If we want to, you know, leave food on the counter for a day or two, we can do that. But at the same time, even though we have all of this freedom and we can do whatever we want, we need to be, you know, our own discipliners. Is that even a word? The people that discipline ourselves, you know what I mean? We don't have, you know, an authority figure or a parent or, you know, an elder that is with us to remind us to do the right things or, you know, to keep our place clean, keep on top of everything. That's also a responsibility we're going to have to tackle and we're going to have to, you know, through trial and error, learn through that. So yes, it's going to be great being a new city, being independent, being able to do whatever we want. But what's that saying with great, um, with great responsibility, with great independent with great authority comes great responsibility you guys know what i mean (laughs) but that saying is very applicable right here so yeah that's a little bit on moving out versus staying at home now let's talk about how everyone is coping with all these feelings and how people perceive this time what's going on through our heads you know how how we're coping right so As I touched on earlier, I am certainly someone who avoids, avoids, avoids. 
I do not like big changes. I don't do well with change. Actually, back in high school, I was um, diagnosed with a condition called adjustment disorder, which it's basically a fancy way of saying that when a big change happens in my life, I respond with more heightened emotions than others. I can show, you know, heightened anxiety. Sometimes I might have like minor symptoms of depression, but it's nothing super, super crazy. It was honestly a lot worse when I was younger than it is now. I actually feel like at this point, I'm really curious to see how I handle graduating college because I feel like I've been handling it pretty well. I don't think I've really had any anxieties around it. I haven't noticed any dramatic like shifts in how I've been feeling or my mood or anything. So I think I've definitely been able to, through these years, learn how to cope with change and manage my emotions better and really understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, which understanding your emotions honestly like brings you so much more closer to knowing how to manage them because if you understand why you're feeling that way or where it's coming from then you'll know how to handle it right so I feel like I've been doing a really good job about handling where I'm at right now but not everyone you know thinks like that so for example I'm someone who tries not to think about it whereas other people might spend a lot of time thinking about it right so I think I did touch on this earlier how my boyfriend i feel like just every single day he's like oh my god this is so crazy we're leaving i just keep thinking about all my friends all of like the people i'm never gonna see again all the things i'm not gonna see i'm never gonna be back here like this this chapter of my life is over this is so crazy it's so weird and he's been spending a lot of time reflecting and feeling those emotions and thinking about it and talking to his friends and his parents about these emotions right and just you know, sharing it with people. And I think that's a very healthy way to do so. At the same time, I personally don't think there's anything too wrong with not paying too much attention to that. Just because I know for me, I think I'm, it's not that I'm not giving those feelings attention, but I think I'm more so just so excited about Austin. And I just know that I just feel so drawn to that city. I feel so myself there i feel like i fit in so well i feel like it's such my vibe i just know that i'm going to like flourish like i'm just going to flourish that's the word that i'm going to use i'm just going to excel down in austin i feel like it's really going to be my place and i have i'm grateful enough i'm grateful that i've had the opportunity to travel as much as i have and experience as many places as i have been but i have never felt so at home in a place that isn't my home and I feel so I feel almost even more at home there than I do back in my hometown which is really interesting to think about and I think that's because of a lot of associations I've built up with my hometown but that's another story but yeah I'm just like I don't think I'm upset because I've been so looking forward to this day for so long now and I have been very eager to graduate, and once I officially figured out what I really wanted to do, it just kicked me into a new gear. I'm like, okay, I just want to be there already. I know this is what I want. I can, like, picture my life so clearly as to where I want to be, what I want to do, the person I want to be, like, everything, and I'm just ready to be there, and I think that rather than looking back on the past i've just been focusing so much on the future also because i haven't really had necessarily the best experiences in the past where i don't 
necessarily want to stay in this place. And that's not, I'm not trying to be negative in any sense. I'm not trying to say I had a bad college experience whatsoever. That is far from the truth. But I think that I just know I have so much more potential and I think things are really going to start clicking for me and I'm really going to find my place and I just feel like my future seems very bright and it almost like makes me want to get emotional like I don't know like I feel like I'm really going to find myself and like I said I'm just going to flourish and excel and I am so eager to just start this new chapter of my life I feel like things are going to fall in line for me and I just need to you know put my head down and grind and just make it happen for myself and on that note I think I'm going to end the episode there I know this is very chatty a lot of just you know strings of thoughts you know pulling them together just a whole string of consciousness just me chatting with you guys and before I keep rambling I'm going to cut it off right now so Thank you guys so, so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can give it a five-star and a written review. If you're listening on Spotify, you can also give me a little five-star review. If you want to see more of this podcast, you can find it on Instagram at interactive.podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at angelar.fit. Um, what else? I have my link tree linked in the show notes as usual. I got my spicy content in there. I got all my links, Beam, Vure, Campus Protein. I'm blanking on everything else, but you guys can see the links down there. Amazon storefront, all that good stuff. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you guys next Friday. Bye guys.